This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. All right, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. What's up, Mary Goulet? Got to get a little more volume going on, Mary Goulet. Richie OJ, what's up, baby? What's going on? Oh, there How you are, you? my friend. And uh, Wiley McGraw hanging out with us. What's up, man? How you doing, Steve? Really, really All good. Right. Good having you here. Thank Wait, holding it down the studio, sort of, kind of. <laughs> I just realized in listening, so we started this show, and uh, we, we do this as a live show. So if you guys have a chance to join us uh, live, we do this every Thursday uh, from 12 until 2 Pacific, so you can check that out at reinventionradio.com. You can actually join us live, so we do broadcast live. And we're just getting ready to rock and roll here. And Wade, who is our producer extraordinaire, holds down everything over there on the boardland, uh, started cranking away there and had the intro, and we were ready to go. And I started saying, hey, you know, welcome to Reinvention Radio. And then I was like, wait a minute, there's an echo. And then I realized that it was playing like an old recording, and I realized that I say the exact same thing <laughs> every single time because I, I was. We got to give Mary some more mic here. She's uh, we she's a little low on the mic volume, so let's give her just a wee little bit more mic. But I say evidently the same thing every single time because I was like, man, that would be an interesting show. We'll just pre-record it, then we'll come in and we'll do it live, and we'll just lip sync the the whole thing. Though so that would be that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, let's jump straight into it. Uh, yeah, no, we're all good there, Mary. We'll get we'll get your. Okay, wait, good. wait, there oh, we there go. See, wait, is. yep. See, Wade's right. got it under control. All better. Hi, Mary Goulet. Hello. Welcome. I am super glad you are here and you are loud. Now we can hear you loud and clear. Yeah. So that's awesome. Welcome. All right, very cool. So a lot, lot of ground to cover here. Uh, so some people might actually have been stressed by that, right, Wiley? Like I'm that, sure they were. Like, yep. they're, like, uh, like uh, the, do you think the audience was stressed by that to some extent? No, they weren't stressed by that. I mean, like the hosts. Like there, there might have been hosts who would have been stressed that's, right. by that. Oh, right. Yeah. For sure. Right. Like Rich, I saw Richie. You were like beads of sweat, man. That. You were I running around the room, right? Yeah, not <laughs> What's at going all, on? not in the least. So let's talk about you, man. Because um, first of all, thanks for coming in. Thanks so for having you, me. you're a San Diego. I are am. you a San Diego native? Wiley? Orange County native. Orange County yep. native. Okay, sweet. He and saw the light. Saw the light. I did. Yeah. Drop down to San Diego. <laughs> hang out now in the gas lamp, and that's uh, that's where you live. Very cool. Married? Kids? Anything? Uh, actually, I'm married. Yes, I have a dog. Married with that's a dog. my child. Yes. Nice. Yes. Awesome, man. So. I want to jump straight into it because you're kind of the, uh, the the secret weapon for a lot of folks in uh, in our industry. You, by the way, talk about like a like an operative. Like Wiley's got no website, no social media presence, right? No social media. Right. Like you, you're, my, you're like my wife. My wife hates all that stuff. But for <laughs> so you, do I. but you hate it too. Yeah. I didn't think you hated it. You I don't like it? social media. Mm. All right. I so I there we go. All right. So the question of the moment though is why like. You do some pretty important work in the world. I mean, you work with some amazing people. You've got a pretty storied career, three tours in the U.S. Army. And, yeah, I mean, you've got some pretty st- cool things that have gone on in your life, and you're doing some awesome things now, but you've got, like, no present. Why Why are you so hidden stealth. and secretive and stealth? Like, what – I mean, we're obviously honored to have you here and appreciate you coming out of the woodwork to be with us, and we'll talk a lot about that, about that work. But just first and foremost, like, why why stealth mode, man, on everything? Well, um, that's a great question, and, and, and I'm honored to be here as well, so thanks for having me. But uh, we chose to do it that way. Our work is very unique. Uh, it's very holistic. It's not a um, cookie-cutter approach to uh, business or personal relationships or anything of that nature. So it's all about getting behind the scenes and really helping people holistically transform their lives from every aspect, from every relationship, mm-hmm. from their personal life to their business relationships, their clientele. 
an understanding uh, my innate gifts and my, my abilities to help people resolve the root causes of stress that actually stand in their way from having everything that they want that impacts their performance. Mm-hmm. And we just chose. It just became something that I, when I started working with veterans over 10 years ago, helping them deal with PTSD and getting them away from the stresses of war, coming home and transitioning back into society, it just naturally evolved into more of a referral-based um, operation where mm-hmm. they were talking about us to their doctors, their chiropractors, their, their friends that ran businesses. And it just led from there where it was like, hey, you need to meet these people. You need to sit down with them yeah. and discuss how they can help better your lives because in a matter of sessions, we were able to transform lives of the veterans. So they're saying the expedited way that my life changes with these people, you need as well. And it just evolved from there. And we just made it a choice to do that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, one, thank you for your service Absolutely. in the military for our country. Appreciate that. Um, so chronic stress, because there is acute stress and there's chronic stress. And acute stress is you know, little things that can happen during the day, and we can pretty much manage those. Like coming here for two hours every Exactly. <laughs> well, now it's chronic after three years. Um, but it chronic stress, like PTSD, doesn't that get into the reptilian portion of your brain and you're kind of stuck in fight or flight? Well, that's a great question, too. At the end of the day, what I've discovered in working with vets and working with high achievers and, and being behind the scenes intimately involved in their lives. And that's another part of why our work is so behind the scenes is because we know the very intimate workings of someone's life that nobody else needs to know about. And um, you know, I'm not here to prove who it is I work with to justify the reason why I'm, I'm capable to do what I do. And we mm-hmm. want to keep that private. And it's just a different dynamic that the world doesn't operate from. Everybody's all about social proof and, mm-hmm. and showing the world of like how I've done this and how I've done that and how I can help you, et cetera, et cetera. But going back to your initial question around that chronic and acute stress, what I found and I discovered that there's only two types of stress we actually live with. That acute stress is what I call it happens to me stress. And these are the things that people uh, experience daily. The um, employees don't show up the way you want to to or the money that you 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 want to make you're not making or whatever the smallest to the largest thing that you experience that, quote, happens to you. Water heater breaks and floods your kitchen. You know what I mean? There are little things like that that can be. And I'll, I'll get into a little bit more uh, deeper detail about uh, how to actually utilize that stressful situation for more of a power versus something that, that takes you down or, or holds you back. But that acute stress, that's the it happens to me stress. But when I, I started to really understand human performance, being around these, these veterans, these special ops guys I worked with, the CEOs, et cetera, I found that that's not the only form of stress we deal with. But that's the only form of stress that most therapies, coaches, you know, um, uh, leaders, et cetera, focus on. And we get taught in society that meditation, yoga, you know, go to the gym, have a couple drinks, all of those little tools are ways to help manage that acute stress so that we can consistently carry on through each day. But in fact, what's happening is we've taught our society to cope. We've not actually helped resolve what's really going on and why mm-hmm. you're drawing into your life those specific situations. Well, symptoms versus disease, basically. It's, it's, it's yeah. the same concept, absolutely. Yeah. So when I, I dug deeper, I found that that chronic stress, those are the underlying root causes of those acute stresses the, the, at an energetic and unconscious level. Mm-hmm. These are the things that we've had through life's experiences, traumas, uh, stressful interactions with relationships that we've never truly worked through that we end up compartmentalizing stuffing down inside us. Mm-hmm. I like to call them the suck it up stress. I know we, we've all heard yeah. about that. Hey, men especially, we're, we're taught to suck it up in our in our, our world and compartmentalize and just deal with it. And Women, military men go to a whole other level. Like a whole other level. And one of the other things I, I, I've taught is the only place you should be sucking anything up is on a, com- a combat zone, in, a, in a, ba- a battle zone. You should not be doing it in normal life. And, but we, we do. We take that into our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And, and steal we, thyself. 
Absolutely. to bore through. So let, let's let's take 28 steps back sure. for a second here because <laughs> right. I just want to make sure. So we're talking to Wiley McGraw. Uh, just, I know we jumped straight into it because mm-hmm. we've got a lot that we want to cover. And obviously pulling you out of stealth mode to be with us, as we said, is an honor and a privilege. Man, you don't do this for, for a whole lot of folks. I know you don't right. put yourself out there. So, again, thanks for, for doing this. But I want folks to understand exactly how you got into this work. Sure. So. Um, college, no college. Uh, obviously, you went to the army. You did three tours of duty, right? right. Where, where did you serve? So, college, no college. No, I, I have a, I have a college education. You do, yeah, absolutely. That was my own personal uh, venture. Uh, I didn't do it to improve the quality of work that I do. I did that to just improve myself. Mm-hmm. It was part of my own journey. But yes, I have a, so a psychology because you do a lot of this psychology type. That's stuff, part of it. I right? understand that. It's 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 everything. It's coming from the energetics. It's coming from the, the subconscious. It's coming from the emotionality, the, the the mentality. It's all aspects of who we are as human beings. So I'm just trying to get to the bottom. Do you have professional training, so to speak? Like I know back in the day, you would need credentials. Is that and the other to be a psychologist, psychiatrist? Sure, I have. Social the, worker, I have master. the yeah the, the coaching you know uh, certifications and the the undergrad and all that aspect that but it's through my journey that i uncovered my own in 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 my uncanny ability to help resolve and heal and bring real truth to the surface and help people accelerate their performance Mm -hmm. uh that's where i was really uh, proficient and then the tools that i acquired was part of just helping me amplify who i am so that i can better serve the people that i'm here to work with so yes going back i was in the army uh served six years with the 101st airborne division i did three tours in kosovo afghanistan and iraq Mm. i got out and i wanted to understand what stress was did you see active like so live fire the whole nine uh i did uh not as much as some others but i did have my own experiences and needless to say that's it was enough and uh right i got out and i wanted to understand everybody talks about stress 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 what is stress Mm -hmm. and how is it affecting our ability to have the life that we actually want so hold on so were you having these conversations like with yourself while you were in these situations like this just all of a sudden it kind of hits you like geez i want to get to the bottom of what this whole stress thing is all about here i am in one of the most stressful scenarios known to humankind and so in your mind you're thinking after i get out of here assuming i get out of here i want to kind of unpack that a bit right and i I went deeper i wanted to understand how are we able to operate in these high stressful environments how are you doing it while you were in the military were you looking at other people and helping them out no not yet not yet not yet it wasn't I, i had my own unresolved chronic stress Mm. Right. I mean, I, I did it. The household I grew up in, the family life, et cetera, all of that was stressful. I left uh, maybe a Are we talking like average stress or are we talking like crazy stress? Crazy. Like how so? Just dysfunctional dynamics. I Every house in. is dysfunctional. What yeah. makes yours like – I mean, seriously, I'm not – No, like, I get it. No, yeah. I understand. Um, Third degrees. Personality disorders. Let's just go that far. I won't go too deep with that, but personality disorders, dynamics that were so your mom and dad both had right. mental illness. Was, not not mental illness, just personality uh, disorders. So this is the thing: is chronic stress unresolved can lead into these types of per- narcissistic sure. personality disorder, borderline personality, just all these different things. And I'm not here to diagnose anyone because I'm not a psychologist, but. Yeah. At the end of the day, I discovered what those were through my own healing journey, my own work on myself, having somebody who stood by my side to give me the space to resolve and get through and, and kill off the ego that was holding me back from having what I wanted. So in that process, I learned, wow, this is the dynamic I lived with. This is why I always experienced the uh, dumping of everybody's stuff in my family. But you had to get out of that to be able to look back at it and say this is – what you were you were kind of in the middle of your own war then in in the right house. right right and and it's it's truly the military was um more of a war was my vacation type atmosphere it was really? getting away from the stresses of that was worth it to go to wow. where i went um 
But that's the thing is when I got there, I went, well, it exacerbated more of my anger and my frustration. I mm-hmm. wanted to know why. So let, look, you're, you, this is obviously radio of the mind. Right? I mean, we got it like as wait, you know, theater of the mind. We got to, we got to mm-hmm. paint the picture here. So tall, good looking dude. I mean, you got the suit on, but I mean, he's clearly you're pretty stacked, man. I mean, like you got the suit on navy blue, nice brown shoes, dress shirt. You know, I mean, you got the beard thing, the spiked hair. I mean, you got the 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 whole look and feel. But I'm seeing a little bit of a tattoo peeking out of the out of the sleeve there. <laughs> How much of you are tatted? How much of this is just like, are, are you rebel? Like, I mean, what? Because you got it. Seems like you're buttoned up, man. But I get the sense that like there's uh, there's the there's a some rebel. badassness there's in some there. badassness there yeah no i have tattoos absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean there are I we mean, like full body man like full is that a sleeve does that one go i have a sleeve yeah, yeah. i have some pieces on my other arm my back my stomach and legs yeah and so what let me, because i think there's i think there's a correlation between our putting things on our body and where we're at in various states of mind like for me, let love rule is on my is on my uh, forearm here, and it's uh, an homage to Lenny Kravitz, but it's also a, a mantra I try to you know hold on to. On my left shoulder, I've got a kind of little cherub with the name Lena. That's my wife, who and I've been married at twenty one years. And like getting that tattoo was like that was my for my wife's name. That was like a, a commitment, you know. Like sure. I knew I would be committed if I put her name on my body. I would be more likely to be committed to that relationship having let love rule as opposed to like you know you know kill everyone and they should die kind of thing it's like more of a just trying to tap into that yin or yang side of me so the tat story i mean were we were we young were we old right. were there stuff going most on most of them were military. military most of them were military time um a family origin irish scottish so i have tattoos of that on my body um the tribal sleeve that i have is in, in part with you know the shamrocks part of that you know because it was one of those prideful moments in my life where I thought I had this amazing, balanced, great family, you know, with these roots. And, and it was just part of me honoring that at the time. And I was in my teens, late teens, early 20s when I got most of my tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how old are you now? Uh, I'm 39. 39. Yeah. So you started moving into this whole world of, of high performance and stress and your relationship with your is, is your wife now or girlfriend or who's the who's the woman that there was a woman that that really impacted your that's life, my right? that is my partner the 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 woman that I work with okay yeah. she, is she your partner in business and partner in life no I have just... a, I have my my wife and then I have my partner that I work with Ooh, lucky guy yeah. oh so <laughs> that's not like that kind of thing no, no so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay so just I, I want to just try to understand sure. exactly and unpack that a little bit what happened with because she your business partner right she had a pretty major impact on on the work that you're doing now correct correct so how did that come about what what's the dynamic there long story short uh, we met uh through a mutual uh colleague and uh when i was doing work with veterans and she discovered she said you know i i see what's really going on with you i know who you are and what you're meant to do she understood the light that i had the abilities that i had that i didn't even see um, and I thought I was going to pursue a firefighter career as I was coaching veterans. And I, that's kind of where I was still leaning my focus toward. And she goes, no, you were meant to help bring healing to the world through this work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to help you break through that so that you can actually stand in your power and help the, the people that need you. And that's basically what happened. And it just evolved. And I had the space and the platform to really develop who I am to this day, cultivate the type of man that I am so that I can live the life that I want, how I want it on my terms and feel completely free and unencumbered by an ego or worrying about the environment as I stress and actually knowing how to operate in it. So 
Yeah. Um, so so cool. how would you how would you define then the work that you guys do now? I just want to make sure I'm clear so, on, on how yeah, you define it yourself. Absolutely. It's a radical performance acceleration. That's the name of my business. That's what we do. We radically transform high achievers into high performers. And we do that behind the scenes, uh, intimately involved in their lives. There's no stone that we leave unturned. And uh, if it affects their performance, we go after it. Mm-hmm. So it's not a specific business coaching model. or a, and We're not coaches. We're specialists. And I try to delineate the difference between that so people understand I'm not a, just a normal life coach. And it's not, uh, not yeah. about it. Yeah. I was just thinking he comes in in like your military garb, like, like you're all tactical and stuff. Like we're going, we're going for every undercover. But like, how does – I mean I, you'd think that it has to be referral because how do you even package a price for something like that? I mean it's got to be referral-based. <laughs> it is. And, and, and honestly, nobody, people like, have tried. Marketers have tried – we are very hard to package and compartmentalize and put into a box. And that's we like that. That's the whole point. We do not want to be like every other coach or everything out there on purpose. We want people to understand that this is about real performance. It's not just about checking boxes off and doing some cookie-cutter system. And although those can work and they do work for some people, it's understanding like what's really standing in our way, what occupies space within us that keeps us back from having everything we want. And that is an effect from every angle of your, of your life. So trying to package us is the hardest thing to do, and we understand that because people want to think, and nobody knows how to get into that space of feeling it. And when people go, teach me what you do, it's like my, my work is an experience. I can't try to sit here and, and, and mentally teach someone exactly how I do what but I let's do. But go, let's go yeah. through the process. Sure. Because, you, I mean, you must have – so somebody comes into your world, they go, damn, Wiley, I, I need you. You need to help me, uh, you know, just – Well, like, that comes from a referral. So if there's – Of course uh, yeah, it comes from a referral. Like, hey, this... But you've got to start from square one. So, like, take us through the, the process in your – and I assume some of this is proprietary, so you'll have to share what you can share. But – Somebody comes into your world, they hire you, you know, they pay you $650,000, which I think is your current rate, basically. I'm trying to raise your fees here. Is that working? Or You're in the ballpark. You're yeah. in the ballpark. Yeah. Good. So, you know, so they pay you a whole bunch <laughs> of money. And where do you start with them? Where do you take them? And what can our audience maybe apply to their life if they can't afford your multi-six-figure fee? Well, that's great. No, number one, it's not a straightforward process, but I'll give you a, a, the best example I can is – it's intimate relationships. So when people meet us through a referral, we end up calibrating wherever they're at. It's not just an instant jump into bed, let's, let's do this. It's more along the lines of exploring what's really going on in their life, why they were referred to us, what are they willing to do to achieve and excel and have what they want. We have multiple touch points. We have conversations. It's all about calibrating them to the level that we're at so they can, vi- in a vibrational sense, match where we're at and actually be ready to do the work because the work that we do is very unique, it's very specific, and it's intense. And it's not some process that we go follow these steps and you're going to have the results. It's Mm -hmm. literally customized to each individual experience. So it can go from a month-long calibration period where we're connecting, talking, exploring what they're really looking for, determining whether or not they're a right fit for us because we do pick and choose who it is we work with as well. We don't just jump at every opportunity. Uh, We've turned people away because they're just not ready for it. But it all depends on where the person's at and what they're willing to do. They're at a place usually where they've done everything. A lot of the people we've worked with have done all the, mm-hmm. the, the, the programs out there, the seminars, et cetera, and they're like, I'm still not where I want to be. And somebody says, well, I have a resource for you that I've worked with. Here's who, here's who they are. I want to introduce you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that – I mean, let, just for a second here, isn't sure. it because – like, let's be honest. I mean, some of the people that you work with, I mean, on, they, they check all the boxes of success. Sure. I mean, for the – for the average person, they look at that person's life and they go, holy 
fuck. Like, they've got the life I want. You know, they've got the house. They take the vacations. They got the kids. They got the clothes. They got this, that, and the other. Right. Like, they have what it is that I think that I want. In reality, though, most of those people have that imaginary line in the sand that they continually draw and continually erase. They continually draw and they continually erase. So how do you get them to stop this process of drawing that imaginary line in the sand? Because the reason why they don't have what they want, the reason why they aren't where they want to be, is because they never will fucking get to where they want to be because it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? So how do you help them through that? Because it doesn't explain that again. It doesn't exist. They have, or they're never satisfied. They're never satisfied. Yeah. Nothing. No, there is no place for them to get to, which is why they're not where they want to be. Because where they want to get to doesn't exist. Well, whatever they want it does exist. They just have to get clear on what it is they want. And when people don't have what they want, it's because there's a disconnect between what they say they desire and what they actually really desire, which is something they're holding deep down inside. And a lot of people want to hold back from that truth. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want to tell you the truth. And I, I'll be the first to tell you that all of those boats, houses, cars, the success that are on the surface, if, you, if people saw the truth about a lot of these people that are, quote, leaders, influencers, etc., their real lives, they actually would go, I don't want that life. Because that stuff is all a facade over the truth of what's really going on. Those people, most of those people are not happy. They're not, they're not really satisfied with their, their lives. They've sacrificed yeah. to get to those things. And albeit it does look fun, I've worked with many of those people for 10 years that they're just they're miserable. Their relationships suffer. They sacrifice their health. They sacrifice their progress, their, their performance for the sake of making and some money and have some toys. there's a hundred different levels of that. So how do you help people then to find that? I mean, Richie, I mean, that's a big part of what you do, man. I mean, the whole conversation around happiness. So, Wiley, how do you how do you do that then? How do you help them find that happiness to eliminate that the stressors that are that are bogging them down? I mean, because these are a lot of, for most of us, those are self-imposed. You know, when you take out the stressors of normal life, like paying your rent or keeping the roof over your head or feeding your kids or that when those, you know, it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I mean, you knock out most of that stuff. Then we get you know, the only thing left is self-actualization. But even even some of those are adjustable, right? Like it's a big difference for the hierarchy of needs in Oklahoma than it is in southern San Diego. Right. Wade's you experience know? both. <laughs> right. <laughs> and how much more does it cost to pay a mortgage out here, Wade? So, I mean, it's like yeah. even then, my, my point is like that desire – there's, increase the cost. There's different of, levels, of all that right? Too. We're not. That's the thing is, this equality. It, it's treating people equal is a great thing, but we're all at different levels. There are different levels of of people where they're at, where they live, who they are, what they are t- attached to, connected to, what they're born into the world to have. We can go really deep around this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's why we work specifically with CEOs, people of influence, public figures, athletes that are role models, et cetera, and are a referral base because they have the biggest impact on the masses. Yeah. I could easily go out in the world and resolve and heal whoever I want to, but that's not what I'm here to do. I, there are other people that are meant for certain people that are starting out on their journey. You have the right coach. You have the right healer, therapist, et cetera. Those are ideal for certain people at a certain levels. They have to build, grow, and accelerate themselves to get to a certain place where they can go, now I'm ready to do this massive amount of next-level work. So. Mm-hmm. I love those questions. I understand what you're saying, but everybody is in a different place and everybody needs to explore what makes sense for them and learn how to trust their intuition and connect. Our world is so jaded with each other that we don't use our intuition anymore. We overthink things. We try to compartmentalize and we teach me how, 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 and it's stop with the how. So let's, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I can't though. So let's go, let's go special ops on this. Like let's go straight tactics, right? right? I mean like how, so CEO, Qualcomm CEO, you know, got it all, comes to you. 
I'm, I need something else. Like, I'm just, I'm not happy. Like, I just don't feel like the pieces are, are together. Like, give us an example sure, of what you would do with them or give us an example of someone that you worked with and where they were and where you were able to get them to. Sure. Just trying to understand yeah. exactly what that looks I'll like. I'll give you an example. A uh, public figure I worked with, uh, we met uh, through a mutual contact, obviously, referral. And uh, I sat down with this this person and explored really what was going on with them. And when I get into the space with people, they usually end up opening up and, and share. That's just who I am. That's the energy that I, I possess. And when he started to share with me, here's where I'm at. I've had all of this success. I've done multi-million dollar this, multi-million dollar that. I've had all the connections. I know everybody, everybody, everybody. Got it. He goes, but I'm miserable. If you can help me get back to where I can just be in my creative mind, uh, mindset mode, be with my, spend more time with my family and have peace and freedom away from the, the, the grind and the operations of my mm-hmm. company. I'll do whatever you, whatever you ask. Yeah, why are so many smart people so stupid? I mean, like, I, I, and I mean that with complete disrespect, you know, because like, seriously, <laughs> it's, it's, you, I mean, it's not ego. rocket science. It's ego though. That's the biggest part is it's hard for the ego to step aside and, and to go, you know what? I'm willing to say, you know what? I'm not good and I need that help. Help me. So that gentleman that I worked with, what we supported with was understanding this is where he really wants to get. He did not expect what did come from the work we did with him, mm-hmm. way more than he expected. And that's fine. That's the point. It's not just about bottom line, although those are the results you can expect working with us. It's about understanding how do we optimize and accelerate your life all around. And what we were able to do is get him away from his operations, get him back into place. So he, he said, I would rather have peace over comfort. And I said, mm. that's exactly what you can have when you're willing to do the work and face the truth and actually step towards the things that are the most uncomfortable. And we've had... Our, so is that the first question our audience needs to ask what's themselves, which is, you what's know, what, what is... What, say it, what's most uncomfortable? What's most uncomfortable? Yeah, he said step towards what's most uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I guess I was thinking just in terms of like, what is it that I really want? Like, what is it that's most important to me? And sure. I think most people can't even answer that simple question. I mean, I Richie, agree. you probably can. I agree. Mary, but I, you, I, I'm not sure that I can. I, can you? Do yeah. you? What would you say is most important to you, Mary? Like, seriously, like if someone said, here's, you had to pick one thing, what's, what's most important well, to you? Well, I mean, we're not counting kids and stuff. I mean, but. I don't know. Maybe. Well, my kids, of in course. In this case of the CEO, I mean, that was part of it, right? Yeah, family and having more space in my life to be creative and um, I think inner peace is highly underrated. Under or over? Underrated. Underrated. Inner peace? That's pretty big on the list. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean like I would struggle to answer that question and Mm -hmm. I can see why that would probably be the first question I would need to answer. So I would poke at this right now and say that if you're having a hard time trying to find that answer, it's because there's unresolved chronic stress that's still trapped inside and we need to get to the bottom of that. And that's really where it comes down to is are you willing to go, okay, let me see what you – I don't even know what you do. And a lot of people say that. I don't know what you do, but I like the way I feel. I don't know what it is. I'm going to keep walking towards you. And, and that's where we're able to then do the work we do is because those high achievers are going, I want to become a high performer. I want to get away from just trying to sacrifice strive, the success. Strive, 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 strive yeah. right? And it's taught in our mm-hmm. society. I mean, it's like imagine where Elon Musk would actually be if he resolved a lot of his own stress. Mm-hmm. Would he be trying to, to colonize Mars or would he actually be focused on helping fix Earth. Yeah, right? he's got a lot of stressors. Right. So at the end of the day, and there's a lot of things yeah. coming out right now around what's going on with him. So I use that as an example of no matter how successful those people are, look what's really going on with them. And they're yeah. hitting walls and things are falling. And it's because of that unresolved chronic stress. So to go back to that, I would poke at that and go, if you don't have what you want, 
how you want it, if you're not clear on what you want, that means there's chronic stress that you're, uh, that's occupying space at an unconscious energetic level that needs to be healed and resolved. And if you don't have the resources, they are, there are available resources out there to start getting you down that path. There are people that help you become more aware of it. And when you have the awareness, then we can do something about it. Are you talking about energy work? Sorry, Richard. No, sorry. Well, that's part. That's, that's all part, part of it. Of it. Yeah. Remember, we're, we're not One just the... this physical flesh thing. Everything right. is energetics at the core. That's the unconscious. That's the subconscious emotions, etc. And when you have life experiences that are unfavorable, you tend to trap them and hold on to them because you don't get the environment to work them out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's sure. like, hey, let's let you work through that and experience your emotions. People tend to go, stop, and they push back on you, and they have their own stuff. So we have a world that's spitting back and forth at each other, all of their own unres- unresolved stuff, and then we can't get anywhere. Yeah. And uh, Richie, your... and, and Wade, just hold tight because I think you wanted to say something too. But yeah, Richie, go ahead. I was just going to say, and to your point earlier, is that we compartmentalize everything, right? right. So, and we're not like a car, <laughs> right, where you just take one part from something and right. stick another one in there. So I often say part of the reason they don't know what they want is um, it's – it's usually never the surface level question that's really where it's at anyway. Like the guy who wants the Bentley, does he really want the Bentley or does he want everyone (laughs) to want to talk to him when he pulls up to the... I wanted a Maserati a long time ago, and I still love that car. I think it's a fantastic car. But I realized as I got older, you know what? I I really don't care about the car. You know what it is? It's It's the freedom. I'm a skydiver, so I love jumping out of airplanes. And to me told my wife that all I care about is having maybe two rigs so I can turn more loads when I want to go to the drop zone and just jump out of planes and feel free in the sky. That's what makes me happy. Mm. I don't need all these massive things. I have the life I want. I live mm. on my terms. Well, and when you, when you get that, you get the other kind of joke I always say is money doesn't buy you happiness, but it can rent it. So you could still, <laughs> you could still then for fraction of the cost go get the experience of driving the Maserati don't have to worry about owning it yeah, you know yeah. just if I wanted to, to do that yeah but the, the point is I, I got clear on what it is I wanted I didn't know what I wanted when I was mm-hmm. still carrying around unresolved stress I had no clue I just knew I didn't want to fail and I didn't want to end up nowhere mm-hmm. so so is it more about clearing the unresolved stress and then the idea comes in or is absolutely it- that's another part of it too is there are these people I've worked with that I don't know where I want to go now. I've done it all. I've made a couple hundred million dollars. I want, I've run a, a Fortune 500 company. Where do I, where I go? I'm, I feel miserable. My life is not, still not satisfied. Mm-hmm. And they end up turning around and going, they end up becoming like a car salesman. They're like, I'm just happy. I get to interact with people. Mm-hmm. It, I'm just using that as a kind of an extreme example. But sometimes it's, you, you got to get clear on what's really going on uh, at, in your environment and what's really occupying space. So you can get clear on what it is you want. And mm-hmm. these people come to us because they are, they're done. They're ready to go to their final level. They're ready to get rid of all of the things that have, have caused them to sacrifice. And they're going to go out in the world and teach that as well. It's kind of like the coach that says, I'm two steps ahead, so I'm an expert. It's like, no, no. you're not. Yeah. I like that you can from only, marketing too. You can only take somebody as far as you've gone. Yeah. Your mess is your message. No, it's not. Clear your message up. And then, uh, or your mess up, and then make a message out of that. Mm-hmm. We've got a world that's just doing that to each other, and we're spilling in our own. You know, there are millions of educated derelicts in the world. Just because a PhD is behind your name does not mean you're qualified to accelerate someone's performance or help them become a better human being. Yeah, unless you're Adam Shabley and you're the previously heavy dude, and then you are a qualified <laughs> PhD because he lost over 200 pounds. So there you go. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: I got to sure. challenge you on one thing, though. Um, okay. You talk about how in, in terms of stress and a lot of these acute type stressors that we have to deal with, 
Um, you talk about how there's no such thing as uh, coincidence or there's no such thing as an accident, right? Like mm, these things, we bring these things. I think your position is we, we bring these things onto ourselves. We create our reality. Did I get that wrong? No, you didn't get it wrong. So you but I'd like to hear what the question is because I don't want to know where you're going with that. Yeah. So, so the question is, do you honestly believe that there is no such thing as coincidence or, or accidents? No. And I've witnessed it time and time and time again with hundreds and hundreds of people I've worked with. Mm-hmm. There's not. Now, I understand there are – this is where we can get into metaphysics, right? We can get really meta and understanding life. But stress itself, there are only two types. It's an experience you're having and something that's occupying space. Now, you can still experience – like running a company or doing a show or whatever it is, stress. It's a normal part of life has its stresses. But it's how do you end up reacting to that stress tells you everything you need to know whether or not you still have chronic stress or you don't. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to have somebody come at you or have an experience that doesn't feel good and you're able to look at it and go, wow, this is is fascinating. I, I can see what's going on here and I can utilize this as a power source versus something that takes me down or holds me back. That's when you know you've shifted that paradigm for yourself and you've resolved. Because if I react to your question of challenge with irritation and frustration, that means mm-hmm. I've done no work on myself and my ego. That means there's something inside me, mm-hmm. right? Because that is a, an acute stress. Let me challenge you, Wiley. That's an acute stress. Yeah. I want to sure. challenge you and push back on you. Even though you're the expert and you know what you're doing, I'm going to push it and you say BS, right? I love that, and I want that because mm-hmm. I understand you need, to, you need to ask those questions. I don't have a reaction to it, and that's because I've resolved. I've broken down the ego. I've gotten through my own crap to get to the other side so mm-hmm. I can hear these things and go, I'm happy to explore them with you. That's so what I'm talking about. Do, do you believe that everything happens for a reason to us? Is that part of it as well? As far as my own personal. Your yeah, own personal. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't call on and say, well, you, you were maimed because uh, it was all your fault. I understand that we're all around each other and we're experiencing multiple of our own personal realities simultaneously together. And we have this society and, these, and we have tons of different people. But at the same token, I know people that don't experience those things. I know people that do. And then when you dig deep and you find out, it's because the people that don't, they don't carry around that energy. They don't hold victim energy. They don't hold, you know, do something wrong to me or hold, you know, that's the stuff I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that occupies space. So run us through how we can eliminate the ego. Because like if you were if the tables were turned here and you were like, yeah, let me challenge you on something, I'd be like, I fucking bring it on, man. Like the <laughs> ego would kick in, you yeah, know, on the whole yeah, nine, yeah. right? So uh, I could learn from that. Sure. So, <laughs> so like, what, what's that game? Like, yeah. how do you how did you do that? Like, what what got you? Because you're, I mean, come on, man, you're a U.S. Army or Airborne. I mean, sure. you got the pin, so you must be. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, see, not even a smile or nothing out of that, like nothing. Uh, but. <laughs> Reality is you've been able to do that. You've been able to break that down. It doesn't mean, Steve, where, I'm not happy either. Just because I, don't, I didn't smile doesn't mean I'm not feeling – I like this. I feel this is great. I love yeah. your questions. But uh, yeah, I had so the how ex- do we do that? How do, how do, how do we, we do as, mere, as mere mortals <laughs> – <laughs> how do we as mere mortals do that? Like, you know, challenge and your natural reaction is, ooh, that's kind of cool. Let me, let me you know, play it's with a, that for a minute And I don't know whether or not when to share what I have to share. It's, there's somebody that I'm actually um, – I'm doing some work with right you now. You should name names, totally. Well, I don't – I promise him I wouldn't. I promise him I wouldn't because uh, of certain dynamics. Right, exactly. But Ours initials Mike – Something. So it's <laughs> so I'm doing this with this this gentleman, and uh, he's doing you know something along reinvention. So it's a perfect segue into obviously what you're all about here as well. And um, there's opportunity for people to go explore. 
these things that are being offered where I'm interjecting. I'm really mad about that branding thing, by the way. I mean, he and I are going to have a conversation about that. But anyway, I, I see I'm being challenged right there. I total ego, completely. Yes. At least you're aware of it. Steve. I am triggered in without even knowing. It's okay. And that's fine. And I understand it. And that's the thing is, is these, even those little things right there can affect your performance because they're unconscious. They show up when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Anytime that you ask yourself to go to do more, be more, step up to another level, unresolved personal stuff will come to the surface, period, until you resolve it permanently. What are you looking at me, Rich? Can no, we marry? Marry my wondering. dad from unresolved things? <laughs> yeah. So when you're, I was, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to wonder if the close <laughs> right. was going to come out and say, so Steve, the question is, are you going to write me a check so I can fix you or what? I don't even need to do that. <laughs> the point is, because <laughs> when people want it, they're going to be the ones right. who lean and go, you know what, I want to talk. And that's all that matters, is feel it is it something you are interested in exploring that's where people start to step towards and say i want to know and if you're interested in that type if the mere mortals as you say i like i'm a mortal too like i don't i don't put myself uh, other than the the aspect that i look i as a healer as somebody who understands what's really going on in the world it's it's how i was able to get there and how i'm able to help other people is i've cultivated a thing called high performance meditation because i love the Mm. meditation model it's a powerful tool, but it's also still a tool that people use to still deal with the acute stresses. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I took the meditation model and I utilize it as a container of sorts for my own ability to help uproot all the crap that's occupying space in the short period of time with people. So I compress and contain in the work I do individually with these people mm-hmm. and it rips it out from the unconscious. So in the dives, as I call them, that we do. We able, we're able to focus on those acute stresses. We're able to then have the subconscious mind kick up, circumvent the ego, and bring to the surface what's really going on, why you're experiencing that acute stress. Yeah. That's how it becomes resolved, and it no longer then sits inside you. How do the personalities play into it, and or how much does that <laughs> affect the personality? Like, I tend to like comedy, Right, and sometimes making light of something or whatever. Just like when you, even right then, I almost started busting up laughing when you said high-performance meditation. I, I pictured, like, you know, a full metal jacket dude screaming at a guy <laughs> while he's sitting there just trying yeah, to, you know. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, it's not going to be that. But, like, how much, how much is the stress creating the personality and how much is the personality... Um, yeah. Dealing yeah. with how you create with uh, how you deal with the stress. And we got about three minutes, just That's FYI. Fine. So P- yeah. perfect. Okay, your good. personality is is shaped around the stress you grow up with in your environment. It, it, pretty much everybody that's over the age of four right now has unresolved chronic stress to a certain degree. I mean, that's why understanding these, even these little things, it's like I, I got to a place to the other side where I can do my work efficiently and effectively, where nothing really triggers me at all. Doesn't mean that I don't go into certain environments and I can feel what's really going on and there's stress in those environments. But it's understanding that your personality is developed around that. When you're young and you have generational, you know, generational stress that's passed on, epigenetics, genetics, it's been proven even in science that shows that you pass energetically on to your offspring. Mm. Nobody resolves that. So what do you do? Have children and then in the environment, you create their personality in that stress and they carry it on with them. It doesn't mean you being a guy that likes comedy isn't a good thing. It just means it's your way to deal with maybe something that is stressful, that's mm-hmm. triggering whatever's inside you that causing you to feel like i need to block it i need to sh- i need to show up a certain way so yeah yeah no man it's we'd love to cool. love to chat all day long I, I, all i have to it. say is this man is like 
I can I can only imagine what it takes for the, for that fuse to go off. But good lord, when it does, man, I bet it is a sight to see. What, like, what's what's the fuse? When you lose your when, like when you lose your shit. Like I mean, he's trying to see be, if he can trigger. He's, he's no, trying no, to trigger. Gotta you. Be, no, I mean, there's got to it's got to happen at some point. Haven't really. I have not in the last how many years? God, I can't even almost a decade. Really, I have not lost my stuff. It's not even driving. No. Driving was one of the biggest things for me. It was one of my learning lessons was cars because I, I am a big force. I get that. I understand the polarizing effect I can have on people that when people either love me or hate me. And if they hate me, I know it's their stuff because it's not me. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And if they love me, they're still going, And that makes I don't them know what hate it you even more. <laughs> and, but, like... but really what it comes down to is understanding that I literally get to live life on my terms and have what I want. I have nothing to occupy space, so it doesn't matter what comes at me. I don't pull in experiences that, that are confrontational to that degree so i don't need to lose my stuff mm-hmm. now if there's ever a time where i need to into a protective mode doesn't mean my wife looks and goes i can feel you're you're making sure the situation's cool yeah that comes out i'm ex-military i grew up that way i grew up in an irish scottish family if that right. tells you anything mm-hmm. i'm still going to be i'm a protector that's how i was built yeah yeah so I'd, I'd love to direct people towards, you know, getting more information sure. or something of that nature. But clearly that's impossible. No, I so. actually have a, a website I want to give. <laughs> oh, you that's do? all right with you. Yes, please. Uh, because there's a lot of good things going on, with, especially with that gentleman I told you about. Yeah, um, that guy. That guy, exactly. Um, but th- it would be great because there's opportunities for people to explore uh, reinvention themselves. There's really cool things that he's doing that where he's asked my philosophy to come in and the work that I'm doing, I'm participating in it as well. So people want to connect with me as well. I'm triggered right now, by the way. That's great. All right. Um, <laughs> But if you like, I can go ahead and share that with you. No, please. Yeah, yeah. so it's www.yen.tv forward slash reinvention. Oh, that fucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wade. Yes, go hey, ahead. Yeah, okay. Just uh, real quick, uh, setting aside my other comment, I was just going to mention, can you please volunteer to work with Elon Musk because we need him to be a superhero, not a supervillain. There we go. Thanks, Wade. Hey, anytime. All right, my friends. Well, look, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to wrap here. And Wiley, Wiley McGraw, really, really awesome having you Thank here. You, uh, go to wen.tv forward slash reinvention. And for Mary Goulet and Richie Ote, I'm Steve Olsher. We'll talk to you next time here on Reinvention Radio. You Take care. Just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinvention workshop.com. <laughs>